difficult, 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 Welcome to Difficult Women. Oh, yes. Welcome to Difficult Women. I thought you were telling me welcome. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Charleston. To... We're in Charleston right now. Hello, Charleston. Charleston. <laughs> One of our favorite places to visit. Yeah. We're doing our show, the Reformed Horse Show. Yeah. Really what we call it. It's like I just called in right now. Yep. We've been here. This is day two. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting in one of my buddy's houses downtown. So if you hear a little bit of echo, it's because it's a big house. It's a real big house. A real big house. We are very far apart. Right uh-huh. now. Very <laughs> far apart. It's podcast. like, just imagine a long dining table and Katie's at one end and I'm at one end and, and we we're, we're potting. Giant turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> like, like kings. <laughs> just kidding. We don't. I wish we did. But yes, this is a pre-recorded episode because we can't stop won't stop bringing you the pods right so we brought the equipment on the road with us yeah on top of it yeah feeling good yep feeling good i feel great it's really great it's, it's nice so hot be, outside it's very hot we have outside. to stay inside it is yeah so feeling good in the air conditioning in the air conditioning <laughs> um but it's nice to be out of the city out of new york city oh my god it is unbelievable i feel like a different person when i leave new york yeah i can just be my free hippie spirit yeah uh, I watered the plants outside. Oh my god, yesterday. that's crazy! It was What's that incredible. I don't know. I didn't even know when she was like, "Can you water the plants?" I was like, "Oh yeah." I was thinking I have to like fill up a bucket and bring it. No, they have a little hose out there. A that's hose. What, I know. That's what homeowners <laughs> have. They have a hose outside I with know. a with a spigot. It's crazy, it was amazing. That's amazing. Um, I'm glad you had a good watering. Moment. Yeah, yeah. That actually, I should probably do that after the pod. Um, do they have to be watered all the time? Yeah, those hydrangeas. No. I would just right? put rocks over that. Be like, I'm done. <laughs> done. Just put those like plastic flowers up and be like, hey, look, it looks pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want them to come back from out of town and oh, like, no, killed all the course. flowers. No, yeah. that's, that's Did I mention they're not here? We're just, we have this whole house to ourselves. Yeah. So, party. We're like rattling around this giant place. We don't know. Where are you, Murray? Yeah. <laughs> find each other. Play hide and seek. That's pretty good. <gasps> well, Episode three. Yeah, how exciting. This has been really fun. We've been getting some nice feedback from we everybody. We haven't. People have been emailing us, oh, you guys. I'm so excited. I love emails. <laughs> I love mail. I love getting mail in any form. <laughs> mail is fun. Yeah, please keep keep sending us some inspiring stories of to difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you have any questions you want us to address, or mm-hmm. like, I don't know, whatever you feel like asking <laughs> us, we may not answer that. Nope. If it, if it's we may not private, have an answer. But, but we yes. might try. We could try. You could ask us existential questions. I'd be yeah. down to try. <laughs> Katie can handle those. I love those. Yeah, I'll um, send you a, a, a Jeff. A Jeff or a GIF. A I GIF, never know what to call it. Jeff, Jeff. Jiffy Jeff. Jiffy Lube. I'll send you a Jeff. I'll send you a Jeff. Um, well, I'm excited. I'm so excited to talk about, um, the issue at hand that we're, we're going to be discussing today. Yes. And that's women in film. Yes. We're women in film. We are women in film. We have filmed, I was trying to count. How many videos do you think we've, we've done filmed? a lot of videos? We have a lot. We've done a lot of videos. We did a web series. Uh huh. Journey to Greatness. Journey to Greatness. Guys, t- look it up on YouTube. Choose it's your a- own adventure. No, oh, you no, it's not. That. Oh, sorry. It's not. It's a do, <laughs> tell, do, tell us what to do web series. I forgot. Pick We're not our allowed to destiny. Say it. Yeah. yeah pick why our, why pick can't we say it? Because uh, we got the cease and desist letter <laughs> from the official Choose Your Own Adventure yeah. Yeah. folks. They're going to be starting a TV show or something. Yeah. So, so our little web series was... Uh, so uh, tell us which way to go <laughs> web series. 
Absolutely. Journey don't. to greatness. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, check it's that out. Um, and then also prior to doing the band, we were also doing yeah. film projects mm-hmm. um, outside of the band, which yeah. is kind of cool. So we've both been well, pretty well versed in the film world. I love, I love making I do videos. Too. You know, kind of going over this topic in my head, I was thinking about all the cool things uh, that we've done together, but also mm-hmm. separately and like how much I really love crafting, p- putting film right. together. Well, my web series that you are in the first episode, yes, Ghosted right. Busters, mm-hmm. folks, that yes. um, I co-created with another friend of mine and I directed and it was awesome because it was mostly all ladies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, women in film, it's, uh, we're still struggling. Yeah. I mean, it definitely isn't, I mean, I, th- I think it's been pretty well, you know, newsified <laughs> I don't know the, the word spot. like we're uh, in the spotlight yeah well it's been it's been it's pretty widely known that there's not as many female directors there's mm-hmm. not as many women in crew positions there's not right. as many women producers yeah. cinematographers gaffers sound engineers best mixers girls. editing so if you're your best boy if you're a woman Ooh, I mean that's already girl. it just goes to right. show that it's already like gendered like that yeah so, um, it's a man's club. Let's is. just say it film, kind of man's club. the industry. Yeah. There's a lot of men, but it's been kind of, but it's shifting a little it is and shifting. it's been kind of exciting. And I've been, uh, even in female writers too, it's been interesting to yes. see like some really great female writers. Um, a show that has like, I, my, my stepmother of all people recommended <laughs> it to me. Um, and I started watching it like last Christmas, uh, but Fleabag. Oh. I just watched, I binge watched the second season. Uh-huh. I know you've just started watching You'd, it. Because of you. It's you told me so how many. Yeah. Good. So she wrote it? So the she lead. wrote it too. Oh, and I shit. And I should have looked this up beforehand, but like there's something too. Like she wrote some sort of like a, it was like a one woman show in New York. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like a play or something originally oh. or some sort of storytelling show. And that they like turned it into this uh, series mm-hmm. and it's so well written and so creative and so well done. I don't even yeah, know. I've never seen anything like it. There's things that they do um, in they, there's so many act outs and like just weird editing things totally. and dra- talking really directly creative. to the camera or the second episode I believe that um, spoiler alert uh, she, like there's a on the subway uh, the people are screaming and doing that thing, and mm-hmm. then she turns to the camera and says, "I'm about to start my period." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, that's so, so fucking brilliant. cool." There's another really I won't spoil it at all, but there's another cool moment later. People have been talking about in the second season where an older woman talks about menopause, and it's like, "Oh, it, wow!" It, it blows your mind because you're like, "What? Who? You never see this in right. film. You never see a woman." talking about menopause like from a woman's perspective like it wasn't written by a guy you right, know what I mean right, like right. some like over exaggerated weird like version of what they think a period is or right. menopause is or women are or whatever so it was it's I don't know it's weird how mind boggling it is to see your life right. kind of reflected back up to you and you're like oh I see why this is right. important I just love that it's showing a woman uh, who likes sex for sure <laughs> Yeah, like a lot of sex. I mean, I'm only on third episode. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know where, where that's going. But um, <laughs> I don't know where it's headed. But yeah, but it's no. I mean, I did have to Google Fleabag because I was like, oh well, Fleabag is a like a bad person, right? Yeah, just like right? a scummy person, right? Yeah. So okay. I, when I looked up, I was like, oh, okay, good. I'm, I knew what that meant. Okay. But like, I would. <laughs> You're right. I looked it up and I was right. <laughs> but I didn't know if it. Was, <laughs> yay! Check gold star. Um, but uh, yeah, I that's so she's the Fleabag. 
Yeah, that's her. Okay. And I and I was actually talking to my therapist about this show because she also really likes it. And sometimes we waste too much time at therapy. No, talking about you have forty five minutes and you talk about. But we TV. but we like relate it back to <laughs> to me. Oh, are back you a back? Are you a I mean, I am yeah, for no. sure. No, absolutely. I think You're that like, like we kind of all we all are in like certain ways. I think that's what I really like about the show is it's like yeah, she does some like right. pretty intense stuff in the show that maybe I you know, certainly well some. I, it's different, different things. I have different things, mm-hmm. but that sort of feeling of like you feel like a flea bag, or you feel like you know whatever. I think that that's like a really interesting. It's weirdly relatable, even though she has these very specific things that happen to her, right? Um, or that she participates in. Um, I was gonna say, oh, and the other plus side of it, if you like this kind of thing, it's it's an English show. Oh, and that's all the English Jack. accents. That's and what I talking yes. in English. I accent. thought it was like a nineteen twenties like spinster type, like you know, because no, well, her hair is so short and she kind of looks like a little. They were talking girl. about how like the summer they think that like that haircut's going to take over big time because she's like so cute in it. Oh, it looks good. She looks cute. I accidentally got that haircut a year ago, and, and it was I, great. I, was it? it lo- yeah, it really was. Okay, it looked really good. I cried. I know it you was did. one of those. You were like, it's terrible. And then you sent me like the most beautiful selfie. I was like, fuck you. It's <laughs> like, fuck you. So hard. Well, because I had said that I wanted two inches and they took five. You know, you got to listen. But it, then you looked amazing. <laughs> so it worked out great. I didn't have my glasses on. And so when I put my glasses back on after the haircut, I was like, Whoa! <laughs> it's, it's like short. a scene out of like a princess. Movie. Yeah. But you know what? Hair grows back. It's my, my mom always told me that when she cut my hair all fucked up. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whoops, a doops. It'll grow back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so I, I was trying to think how we could discuss our own experiences as filmmakers mm-hmm. in the industry well, and the pushback mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we like to talk about. Oh, right. The pushback we've, we've re- received. We're just trying to give our personal experiences. Sure. Well, we had we've had some interesting experiences of women like working with other well men. <laughs> um, some experiences have been really awesome. We've had some right. really really good experiences with some of our. And I was thinking about this, and this is our bad. We've never had a female uh, DP. Right. We've never hired. We've never worked right. with women in, like crew members. Right. So that's our bad. Right. And I was thinking that we need to change that immediately, and that the next project we do, we definitely want to. Micah Fox, we're coming for you. Oh my god, she yes. is a comedian in New York she's and is directing it. for Comedy Central, and she's, she's so funny. Probably too big for us now. She's. I. I messaged her. She was like, "Yeah, girl. Okay, let's I'll do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm into it. We're coming for you. Oh my god, <laughs> she's I'm so, so funny. We'd yeah. be so lucky. Yeah. Um. But yeah, our bad. Next one. Um, gotta, yeah, we're just like perpetuating this like terrible. It's our problem. Like, yeah. it, we did it. So if we're having trouble with some of these gentlemen, it's our fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we did have some trouble with a person uh, where we were working on a project, and um, and they just started like gaslighting us like crazy, and we were trying to be you know reasonable, and then they were not as reasonable. And um, it really became a problem. And one of the things that, so aside from all the drama that kind of happened with that person, the thing that was like the most painful about the whole situation was that when we, like he was spreading rumors behind our backs with some of our friends Mm -hmm. and they were believing him Mm -hmm. and they weren't, they weren't believing how egregious his behavior had been because he was a dude. And like they, but they thought we were being, you know, we were exaggerating and that we were like really causing the problems and that we needed to relax and it was you know just let him be like that you right know? 
Right. And, and then it wasn't until those same people started having problems with him, too. The that exact they were like, same problem. That they came to us. And luckily, that we have wonderful friends, and they came and said, we're sorry. We were wrong. Right. <laughs> right. But that was really painful to, like, not be believed. Right. And I think the thing that I still kind of get heated about in my brain uh, was when we were talking to a friend of ours and he said, well, Marie, I mean, do you want to be a, a director? Do you want that credit? Like, because that's kind of what the debate was, is like who directed this thing and we had it in writing and whatever. I'm not going to go into it really. But that question of like, well, Marie, did, I mean, did you, did you want to be the director? And I'm like, yeah, I was the director. We were the yeah, director. That was we it. directed the whole thing. Right. So why is this why up would for we debate? Not, yeah, why and we why not are you allowed? asking me that? Of course, yes, yes. Yeah, why? But am I, I was so stumped by like because we're also the executive producers, we're helping editing. You know, we're, we're the writers. The writers we're we're, the yeah, so it was just yeah. like it kind of was like a small thing of like, well, I mean, if it's going to be such a big fight, like, no, he can have that. But I regret that because yeah, I, no, yes, I do want to be a director. I yeah. am a director. Also, if you do all the work, then why wouldn't you get the credit? Right. You know what I mean, and and. We did do all the work. So right. why, why were we just happy to give it away? Because he was strong arming us. Right. And then everyone would, you know, the people would go like, well, you should just let him have it. And it's like, well, wait, because he's a baby. Right. Because he's a big baby boy. A big baby boy. Yeah. It was really strange. And I don't know. It was a really disheartening experience, the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we learned a huge thing. Uh, and that is to get everything in writing before, you know, you start... Yeah. The project, yeah. understand what people's roles are, uh, the percentages of profit, if there are any. Let me just tell you. There were not. There were not any profit. <laughs> there was never going to be any profit on this. Yeah. That's uh, really where it all began yeah. because this one person got Thought scared that we about were, that yeah. we were going to make all this money from it, which, you know, you're always hopeful. But I mean, it'd be um, great. That would be a great problem to have that we were making too much money. Yeah. <laughs> but from that YouTube. Yeah. From the YouTubes. <laughs> um, but get everything know. in writing. I mean, and I think it made us stronger, you know, together. I think we were always on the same page, which totally. was really great. That's always good. Um, we usually are. Yeah. Which is great. so amazing. So lucky. Um, uh, no, but I think that that's true. And then when I, I had said something about that to somebody about like, oh, well, the moral of the story is always getting it writing. And they're like, well, but then it's like not as like chill. And you're like, right. yeah, but then if you get fucked over later, right. then what? You know? Right. So I'd rather be less. Ch- I mean, it's like a kind of a lose lose, too, because they're like, well, you're like a bitchy, uptight princess if you like want a contract. But if you don't really? get a contract, they <laughs> right. like fuck you over. So like right. I'd rather be the bitchy, uptight princess right. at the top and then be chill and have fun on set and like not right. worry about it. But it's still, it's a business. We are, Absolutely. we have, a, we're not fucking around no, y'all. Don't touch my money. Don't touch, don't my, touch money. my money. I, I, I don't have much of it. have my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was, that was very infuriating. Yeah. We got, we got a mean email about it. When we were in the airport once, yeah, or something, and I was like, my head almost exploded. I was like, oh no, bitch, this is that was a that was a fun. We picked up the rental car, all heated (laughs) up, uh, drove. Yeah, it was it was annoying. That was yeah. But you know, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah, Uh, don't fuck with us. That's the lesson. Don't fuck with us. Because we we have some lawyers. Yeah, (laughs) and we're nice. We're nice girls. Yeah, get us wrong. Right. We're very fair and nice, but we will cut you if you. We'd like to work with you, Micah Fox. <laughs> yeah, or if there's actually, if you're Any, if you're a female director, especially yes, in the New York City yes. area, send us a reel. Yeah, we're really looking forward to to make um, our next music video, and we're looking for a female director. So, and 
yeah. honestly, if you're from somewhere else too, let us know because the more names we have at our disposal, people come up to us saying like, do you have any recommendations for directors? If we can start passing some good right. names around, that would be great. So or if you have a lot of money and you want to fly to New York to film it, uh, you can sleep on my couch. to you. Yeah, oh, oh fly where, us to where you. Where do you yeah. live? I Let's film a, like, we'll do Justin Bieber it and we'll film a video in Iceland. Did he just oh film my it? God, Is that the amazing. most recent one? I don't know if it's the most recent. Apparently it's ruining Iceland though. <laughs> like Aww. all these like, all the bleepers out to like see the like where he shot it and like Iceland's like please go back <laughs> oh poor Iceland oh god Iceland's kind of going through it right now after wow airline the demise of wow airline so that's gone like, too yeah it's gone so they're it now wow to Iceland. <laughs> yeah I'm surprised um that's a bummer it was a huge bummer but uh yeah I don't know it's a it's a catch twenty two. <laughs> they don't want too many Justin Bieber fans, but they would like some more tourism. Yeah, I would love to go. I want to see the Northern Lights. I want to see the sky all pretty colors. Well, climate change. You might be able to see the Northern Ooh. Lights across the whole globe. Oh, that's amazing. That's, I don't know if that's climate change or if it's like the electromagnetic fields coming out of the sun. There was like a whole thing about that. Anyway, <laughs> back to women in film. <laughs> nice segue. Thank you. I'm very good at that. Um, well, we were thinking about, like, what are the actual statistics, right? Because you're like, oh, well, but, like, you know. Women be bitching. Yeah, women be complaining about so much shiz. Um, so we found just some quick facts we're not going to, like, do. So for the next 40 minutes, we're just going to read numbers. I'm just kidding. That would be so boring. Um, no, but just a couple of numbers that we thought were, like, uh, is So, four. On the top 100 grossing films of 2018, women represented 4% of directors. Mm-hmm. Very really? Little, very little. 15% of writers, hmm. 3% of cinematographers, 18% of producers, 18% of executive producers, and 14% of editors. That's very, those are very low numbers. And just to like give you some sort of sense, it's like, well, is it is it because only, you know, only 10% of women watch movies? No. Uh, women account for 51% of the moviegoers. So a little over half. I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but that's more than men, right? <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit. It's like one more. No, not Just one. More. But that's um, astounding. It's, it's 2019. Crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, I don't know. We're just, it's just, we're not, we hadn't, we haven't made it yet over in that end. We haven't, it's been, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of obstacles there. Well, just in 90, what were you saying? Patriarchal. You, oh, I thought you said beef jerky. I got excited. There's some <laughs> beef jerky obstacles where the ladies do not bring enough beef jerky. To oh, that's the problem. We fixed it. Um, well, in 91 years of the Academy Awards, only five women have been nominated or recognized uh, as best director category. It's not a lot. Um, it's not a lot. So you know, yeah. let's work on that. That, but that's you know what? You know who I blame for that? Men. Us. Oh, okay. us? <laughs> us for not yeah. hiring more women for our musical that's videos. That's true. Actually, that's a very good point. It's our fault. We're too. part of the problem. Absolutely. So that's why that's we can start there. Okay. Um, Going forward, only women on set. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, mm -hmm. that brings me to uh, my little thing I found. Oh, online. story time. Story time. Oh, good. Okay. Um, cool. So I found this really interesting article. Uh, I think I have a new girl crush. Ooh. Her name is Zoe Lister-Jones. Ooh. She's an actress and she's been on lots of TV shows and stuff. I don't, never heard of any of the shows, where's, but she's doing it. Where's the article from? Vulture. I've heard of it. You've <laughs> heard of it. <laughs> uh, but they did like an interview and sort of this, I almost said a biopsy. They did a biopsy on, <laughs> on her. <laughs> <And> <laughs> 
Um, anyway, we went to sleep early last night, kind of, after being awake. I've also had a lot of caffeine. My brain is going like 20 million miles an hour. It's fine. Um, but anyway, so she uh, she's an actress and all that, and that's how so many people have maybe are aware of her, Zoe Lister-Jones. Um, but she's also a movie maker, and she's um, she came out with a movie recently called Band-Aid that was a huge hit at Sundance. Oh. And they the movie was made with an all-female crew. <gasps> so um, she... She'd done like other, well, this is, there's like a million parts of the story that I thought were really interesting. One of which was she kind of came from like an artsy family living in New York. She went, I think it was like Atlantic Theater Company, the one, that school where Mamet, yes, David Mamet mm-hmm. is like a part. So she had this story about how um, he would like come, he'd drop by the school occasionally and it would like, everything would stop. <laughs> and then they'd have to like do their scenes for him. And like, he was just brutal. Like he's just notoriously, I think yeah. like brutal but don't act don't act no acting don't yeah. act and i mean it's and good <laughs> he probably gets great acting out of people right. but like it can right. be really difficult yeah uh and so people were doing their scenes and he was just like destroying them one by one and then she put up her scene but it was like a, actually like a sketch that she had written and put that up and then he was like who made this and she's like well i made it and he was like you should write a movie and so to have that amazing <sighs> feedback wow. like that from someone like him is just mm-hmm. like incredible. But it was interesting. She's like, that was also the beginning of my realizing like the, um, the like fragility, the male fragility, because like that was a cool thing that happened to her. Mm-hmm. She didn't think much about it. Otherwise she just, she was like, Oh, it's neat. That, right. that, it's inspiring for me. There was a guy in class who just hated that she had gotten that feedback. Cause he like, he wanted the feedback, you know? Mm. So he made it, put it like, decided that he was going to just start like knocking her down every possible moment he had like any chance he could get to like take her down a peg or you know just keep telling her you're never going to make it you're never going to make it well uh fuck that dude because she's killing it um and she's done some she wrote a film with her uh i think it was her husband called breaking upwards which i think is Mm. on netflix Mm -hmm. and uh it's about their experiences being in an open relationship and I now I like really want to see it. Mm. Uh, they made it for fifteen thousand dollars. What? That's it. Oh my god! That's very little money. Give us fifteen thousand dollars. But also, that's not a lot of money no, to make no, a movie nothing. that's now nothing. on Netflix. Right. And like, is, so she that's kind of cool. And so she's had these like little opportunities to like make these things and get some like headway going with her directing and her writing, or not her directing, but her writing. Mm-hmm. And then she'd be acting in these projects too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she wrote this movie called Band-Aid, which was the one that was in um, Sundance. And it was her first time directing. So she was like, I'm going to take a stab at directing this movie that I wrote. And she decided she wanted to have an all-female crew. But And one of the reasons why, and I totally get this, she was like, I've never directed before, and I don't want to be picked apart by these dudes. I don't want to be, like, under a microscope and, like, have to, like be trying to prove my woman, like my, my ability as a woman. I just want right. to like do my work and Man's not worry blind. about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, she's like, I just don't want to have to think about it. So she, that was one of the reasons why she wanted to have an all-female crew. Also, she made it really clear in the article. She's like, I didn't do this because I don't think men are capable or that I don't, right. I'm trying to shit on men. She's like, I just wanted to make it be a celebration of women and sort of an experiment. And like, right. let's see how this goes. Like, I'm just, you know, let's, right. let's try to see how this, it could maybe be a disaster or maybe it'd be great. Another thing that was interesting is as they were like hiring the people for the crew, they realized like there's this catch 22 in the business where these women never get the opportunity to do certain roles on 
set. So Mm -hmm. like driving the trucks and like being the focus puller and like there's just all these things that women just don't ever get chosen to do right or hired to do so as a result they don't have it on their resume and they don't have right, this experience and so then you're like you know we don't hire any women because women don't have the experience doing it I'm like yeah but they don't have the experience because you don't give them the experience so like right. it's this circular thing so they realized like if they were committed to having an all-female crew they were going to have to hire people that didn't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. for certain positions right and um they said like we could have gone into it saying well we'll just hire as many women as we can but they said no we're committed to making it a hundred percent female crew. And, wow. uh, they said that the experience was really, really great. But one of my favorite things, so the only guy on set almost for most of the filming mm-hmm. was the guy that played like the boyfriend in the movie oh. and, uh, or the husband in the movie. And his name is, um, Adam Pally Paley is he's pretty famous. He's mm-hmm. like in comedy stuff. Um, so he was it. He was like the guy on the set. Man. Yeah. And, uh, I was so interested to see like what was his perspective on this experience because you know he probably takes it for granted that he's surrounded by people of his own gender on sets and all that so he had this quote I thought was great and he says you instantly realize just like how horrible men are in the workplace probably always in all jobs he says men are awful they walk around with very little fear of repercussions because they're like what's the worst that's going to happen to me nothing while a woman has to work twice as hard or apologize for the fact that she's even there. When you come to a set like this and it's all women, all that ego goes away and you just have this really seamless collective that was working extremely hard and not judgmental at all. It was just about getting the job done and that's a testament to Zoe. And I wow. thought that was like, I was like, that's kind of the the thing I would think would happen. You right. know what I mean? Or that's the experience I think. But to like, get, to have like that, to have that eyeball Thank mm-hmm. God, like, there was one man there <laughs> to right. sort of, like, spread the message to the rest of the men. It's like, oh, this was really cool, actually. Right. Um, so all this is, like, very feel-good hmm. and happy. And I definitely want to see this movie now. The, the trailer looks amazing. Um, but they were saying that, like, she's not... So she made this thing. She's happy about it. She, and, she, and it got great reviews at um, uh-huh. Sundance. It got great feedback at Sundance. And she's interested in, like, doing more directing now because she hadn't right. really done it before. Um, and she'd be interested in doing, you know, it's not, people think like, well, she's a woman. She'll do more like rom-coms or whatever. No, she's like, I want to do big films. Like right. I want to do like the next action movie or whatever. Right. Like I want to, you know, you make these smaller relationship movies cause they're cheaper to make, right. you know, but then you want to have the opportunity to make these bigger films. And that's actually is how it works. So like, for example, when what we do in the shadows, that small film, uh, about vampires came out, uh-huh. it was directed by this guy and I cannot think of his name right now, but he's amazing. This, uh, he's, uh, New Zealander. I think of his name, but, um, <laughs> he directed that film. And when they showed it, everyone was like, wow, if he can do this much with that little money, mm-hmm. what let's, what let's see what he can right. do with like a big right. budget. And then he did Thor. Uh, right. The best okay. Thor right. movie that was right. ever made. Right. So he, they just threw, they literally went from that tiny film to like, here, here's this giant budget. You right. Got Thor. So they were saying that like, it, it was really again adam paley was like i was watching this thing happen where like here she is she got all this attention for this film right where she did so much with so little right and you, she's you not think, directing well yeah you think that then, well that's America. the thing is like you mm-hmm. think that like the next step would clearly be that like just like all these men they would be like okay well she did so much with this let's give her right. a millions of dollars but nobody did so then and if anything like what they'd say to her instead instead of saying like wow you did a lot with this good for you like here try this out they turn to her and go like, wow, that must have been really hard for you to like make that film. Wow, that's, that seems really hard. That you, how'd you do that? 
Right. And they said that in Hollywood, <laughs> there's still this thing where like, if a woman director gets hired, which is again, 4%, that's it. Right. 4%. Um, if you get, she gets hired, a lot of times the studios will start to question her abilities and they start to hire all these men around her because they don't trust that she can actually get the right. job done, right. which just makes no sense. It's, right. There's no actually logical reason for any of these things. But that's why I think that like it is important to sometimes have these sets of just women just to prove that like it's not if you do have like that one guy on set, you don't want someone to be like, well, the only reason that film made it was because that one DP that was the guy. Right. You know? So it's you know, it is a cool experiment, but to just prove like, look, it's just filmmaking. Right. And I think women fall into that trap, too. I mean, I think that people like you get into these weird mindsets where you're like, well, I guess a man has to do it. A man it has be to a, do it. Must be after, yeah. well, I was reading that the studios don't take a chance on women because there is no reflection of that they'll make more money because of it. Thankfully, in 2019, stories are being reflected more of, um, you know, there's there's more diversity in stories, more than ever, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, people are, I mean, I think less people are going to actual movies. But um, the box office, you have your bo- the box office to show how many more millions of dollars they're making. But there's no proof that if you have a female director. So why would they, There's they're, they're just like, well, I know what. I'm just going to stick to what I know because I sure. know I'm going to make a hundred million dollars with this. There's also no proof that you'd make less money, right? Exactly. I mean, that's what's so weird. It's like but it's, it's just another person. people they won't think outside. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. really crazy. But that's why you just it have all to goes start down to money getting too. it. Yeah, and that's why you just have to start. Everybody's got to start giving women opportunities from the bottom up, so that right. then you know they get the experience and all that. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But it's it's interesting too. Like you have a movie. What is that? The Green Book. Green Book. Yeah. Where like here you have a movie where they're like, okay, this is a shoe. This is a shoe in, right? It's about a strong black character, and they think everybody in the studio is like, oh, this is going to be great. Like we're right. doing the thing we're supposed to be doing. Blah blah right. blah. Well, yeah, but then they the entire crew is white. <laughs> Every, right. All the producers, all the, the writers, writers, all the everything is white. Right. So the story is not coming from a black perspective. No. It's coming from a white perspective. Right. And everybody, they got called out so hard on that. Right. And so you think like that studio actually made more money? No. Right. They did worse. Right. If they wanted to tell, you know, it, tell the stories in a genuine way, from right. a genuine place, not from like the, the filter of like another white dude. And enough of these stories of like, I, I think they're wonderful, these stories of of growth from racist, you know, being racist yeah, and then growing and not, but it's, trope. that is not a, oh, yeah, it's that so is bullshitty. That is a story that is, is very important, but how about the real stories? Yeah. Let's just tell us fucking story. Well, and also they made a really good point in Green Book where it was like, you, you had, a, you had a character who was this fascinating right. person right. who right. had like, was doing like classical music right. in these white rooms. That was like, that's in, that was, in, that was such a Groundbreaking big deal. Groundbreaking back yeah, then. Yeah. Be, and he was pushing through that. And then the movie ends up being about the white driver. Right. Learning that, oh, black people aren't that bad. What the fuck? Yeah. That's the story? When, when it was that like, and, he, and then there's scenes where like, the the white driver introduces the black. I didn't um, see the movie. Did musician. you see it? Did you watch no, it? No, but I've been oh. re- reading all about it. But he, there's a scene where he introduces the black musician to like fried chicken and Aretha Franklin. Right, and you're right, like, right. What is right. happening right, right now? Why is this white savior guy still? You know, it's like there's I don't even know. It's like so much to unpack. But the the bottom line is like let's just stop making those movies. Right. Let's if you let's ma- let's let the people that have the story to tell, tell the story. Right. So women, right. Right. people right. of color, like it just doesn't make any sense. So it's funny that like they're trying to place, you know, I get it's money, whatever, but like they're losing money. They're losing They're money. actually losing right. money it's by an embarrassment. not doing, yeah. Well, the fact, so last year at the Academy Awards, zero women were nominated for directors. It was all, all men. 
Yeah, um, but that's not even new. Right. That's not. But yeah. we're, you, you th- I do think, I'm hopeful that we're headed towards a better direction, but yet we're somewhat going backwards. I don't well. think we're going backwards. I think we are moving forwards. I just think that, like, it's in such a small increment. But I think now that there's more awareness, like, even that article mm-hmm. gives me hope because I'm right. like, oh, right. they're, like, really spelling it out in this really, right. like, clear way. And I just learned about a movie that I don't think I would have known about right. if I hadn't read the article. Mm-hmm. So it would have, like, kind of gone, it didn't, it didn't hit my radar the way that I would have liked it to mm-hmm. have or maybe it would have if it had been written by a man or whatever right but now i got to now i did read about it now i'm gonna look into it now i'm inspired to make my own things even more right i'm inspired to hire more women in my projects right. i know this one we, we you met her but this one woman that's a camera woman and like right. she's trying to do more directing stuff and i want to work with her so bad yeah um, we will. It's, it's been cool though too because like she so she does like camera work for tv stuff and um like assistant camera which is very, very, very few women in the camera department. Right. And, uh, but she like has lots of buddies. She, she feels really comfortable in that. They like treat her really nicely. She feels good in there. Uh, and then she got pregnant and it's been interesting to see. She's like, I don't, they're not, it's not bad. She's like, it's just all of a sudden, I never felt like different in the group with the guys. Like I felt like just one of the guys and now I'm pregnant and it's like so obvious that I'm different Mm. and it just is weird. And she's like, it's not necessarily bad yet at least, but like it's different. Yeah. And oh, then I can imagine. Gets, yeah. So, and it's, and you know, there is like a thing where when you're pregnant, like she can't, she's like, I can do all the work that I could mm-hmm. do before. It just maybe I have to do it differently. Like, so right. I can't carry everything at once. I have right. to like take more trips. Mm-hmm. And like, she's like, but I'm, you know, no problem. And she's still working. Though. Yeah, she's still working. Heck yeah. Right. She's doing it. She loves mm-hmm. her job, you know, she, and she's good at it. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Well, my thing is, is that I just really want to talk about and highlight um, Ava DuVernay. Oh, yes. That woman inspiring is so inspiring um for those of you all who don't know who she is she's the first black woman to ever be nominated for best director at the academy awards uh she's the first woman of color to direct um a film with a budget of a hundred million dollars a wrinkle in time yes um but i want to see it it looked beautiful right and the reason why I really want to talk to her, I talk, I want to talk to her, <laughs> but the reason why I want to bring her up right now is that, um, so this is pre-recorded, so this has come out since, but May 31st on Netflix, uh, a four-part series called When They See Us about the Central Park Oh, five yes, I heard about that. Is coming out. So it's out that. now. So please, I mean, I by, by the time this podcast comes out, I ha- will definitely have watched it because... Yeah. Um, I'm not really supposed to talk about this, but uh, I was um, in the room when they did a oh. reading of this script. So uh, I, that's about all I can say. I, I set up the coffee, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a caterer, remember, sometimes on the side. Yeah. And I get to do these cool events, and that was one of the events. So she was there along with the original um, Central Park Five, wow. as well as the actors, and they did um, a reading of the script. And I think it was about, well, I don't, I, I don't even think I can say what, when it was but I was there it was a while ago and now it's really cool to see that it's it's out that's exciting. um but the thing about her is that um so she started off in in PR uh she did go to UCLA but she she didn't study film um but she in Hollywood I guess she had her foot in the door there in uh PR and then she just she had stories to tell um, I, I think she grew up in Alabama near Selma and had just family stories to share. Um, she's a black woman and obviously it's about race. And so she did Selma. She um, did the documentary 13th. Um, and so she's now, so good right, yeah. right. And I think with her, so 
obviously these stories are about race, but it's, it's, it's just her experience in the world. And the, the, um, I just think that she's so powerful as a director and knowing like to give, to talk about the central park five is so important right now. I think, Oh my God. Because first off, I I don't want people to ever forget about this, but our president, Mm -hmm. when this happened, uh, this story happened, it's true story guys. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what we're talking about, my God, please look it up. Um, a female jogger was, was driving female. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you, that's how I jog. Um, a female jogger was, uh, in central park and was brutally, she was beaten and raped. Um, and, uh, people were wrongly convicted of, of this, um, and there were a group of, of young boys between 14 and 16 years old. And I don't want people to forget ever that our president, when this happened in 1989, two weeks before the trial, two weeks after this incident, he put out in four New York newspapers calling for the death penalty for these young men without a trial. Yeah. Just, Which is just absolutely. Decided, and he still yeah. will not say he's wrong. Right. Well, still. Right. He doesn't think. I don't think he thinks women or people of color right. are actually humans. Right. But that's the whole thing. But I just, I mean, again, that was in 1989. But right. he, still, 2019, right. he so will not. So this is an important so this uh, is an topic to be writing right. and making right. a movie about right now. Because it's, a, it's, I mean, so many different things are we're talking about um, in this uh, four-part series on Netflix. Um, it's humanizing these people that were wrongly accused, mm-hmm. you know? And it's the um, assumption of criminality based on the color of your skin. Totally. Which come on like well we are very right that i mean it's been a thing for a long time but we're right in the middle of it still um and just that how broken our system is and how it has to be fucking yeah. torn apart anyway i am excited to see it and i think that um there's gonna be really this woman is just like just getting started yeah um it's cool too what i liked about her story too is that she started later in life. right you know what i mean right like, she's an older and i love that too yeah that she changed her b- career path right and that right you know and made it work for her and she and you have to work really hard when you do that because a lot of times like you don't just quit your job right and you have a lot a to and make a lot of money well and also you have yeah. to like learn you've to learn right 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 because right. like you're starting from nothing so like right. you um you have to like be working your full-time job and then also right. making films and doing things on the side and writing whatever it is you like to do mm-hmm. um and then you take the plunge at some point but when you quit your job but yeah uh, you have to be able to know you can make money <laughs> doing this right you know? Um, and I, that's so inspiring. Too. Yeah. I, I just think she's the coolest. Yeah. I would love for her to be on difficult women. Oh my God. I bet she's been called difficult just like us. Oh, I would love to hear her stories of being called difficult. Right. I bet that that's all over, all right. over the place. But it was so cool being in that reading and just like, you know, peering and watching her just like, I mean, she's incredible. That's cool. It's cool. You got to do that. One time I worked <laughs> a job where, um, I had to feed Clive Davis from Sony records grapes. Oh, Every Thursday, I'd go to Sony Records and have a big meeting, (laughs) and he would want his grapes at some time. At a certain point? At a certain time, but you never knew what... It wasn't like at 4 o'clock he has his grapes. It was like, keep... Watch him, and you're going to be able to see when he needs his grapes. (laughs) So I'd be like, I think he needs his grapes. And then sometimes he'd be like... Go in, go in, go in, put his grapes down. I had to do it. It was me. I had to decide. And then also sometimes I'd come in with the grapes, and he'd be like, no, they're too soon. And I'd be like, okay. And then you had to like go back with the grapes. And they all they were all destemmed and seedless. Wow. Yeah. I had a very famous director who I will not name, but it was a man. And I um 
I was working at a hotel and he was about to give a speech in the screening room and he um, turned to me and he said, I need to brush my teeth. And I was like, oh, what? Okay. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck with that. (laughs) And then his people were like, no, I need a toothbrush and toothpaste ASAP. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So because it's a hotel, we do have that stuff on hand. So, or did, I don't work there anymore. Um, But uh, grabbed a, a toothbrush, toothpaste, and then uh, gave it to him. They pointed to the bathroom, and they said, no, right now. So I had to give them a water bottle and a bowl to brush the teeth and then spit in, and then I got the bowl up spit That's and awesome. had to throw it out. When the bathroom, and I'm not kidding, was 20 feet away. Right. That's so annoying. That's a power play. I'm surprised that he wasn't just like, brush them for me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Anyway. That's funny. It's so great. I can't wait to. I'm be like, brush a- my butt. Brush Somebody brush my, my butt. butt. You brush my butt. <laughs> I'm famous. Brush my butt. It needs to be brushed. Oh, um, my gosh. I'm gonna. We're going to be so humble and wonderful people when we are at, when our film is. I'll be like, send back this water. It's too wet. <laughs> I wanted less wet, this water. Please. That's how I'm going to be. Yeah, I had an actress. We had to have it at a a certain temperature, her water. Exactly. Exactly. 26 degrees Celsius. 68 degrees. 68 degrees. I was like, wow, that's chilly. But all right. That's weird. I wonder what that, if there's like a reason for that. Like enzymes are working at their optimal level. Maybe they can't boop. When yes. it's 74 degrees, you know? Yeah. Who knows? No judgment. No judgment. Anyway, no judgment. I judge judgment. that. Okay, not great. judge that. Are you kidding Fuck me? Fuck that. Yeah, there's water vaults. Or Flint, well, Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. So, you fuck that lady. Yeah, yeah. fuck that lady. Do anyway. you think they're, yeah, send this back. It's not. It's not. 68 degrees. Yeah. Mm. I'm not into that. But well, I thought it'd be fun. Um, so we've been reading uh, troll <laughs> comments on our videos. We thought it might be fun to go to um, some of these famous directors that we just talked about and read some of the trolls on their page. So let's let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, you know. So obviously, it's not just us that get troll comments. And I will <laughs> say, I was just looking up the uh, the trailer for this uh, the Band Aid movie, and so many good comments. I mean, l- lest we forget, there's some really great comments. And apparently, someone was even saying like, "This trailer doesn't even do the movie justice. It's Ooh, even that's better." Good. So that's really exciting. But of course, I was like, maybe I, you know, maybe there's no troll comments on here. <laughs> there's two. One just says, "I don't like it." <laughs> Yeah, why are you to say that? That's sort of funny. Um, and then this other one, I was like, of course, I like knew this was going to come up. The guy writes, uh, all female film crew, and they brag about it like it's something to be proud of. Sexist, sexist, sexist. <laughs> get that. Get out of the way. Get out of here. Get the fuck he out doesn't here. know where the clit is. No, get out of the it's way. So funny. But like, I love it. I don't know. Whatever. Bring it on. Bring Who it cares? on. Well, um, you know, I, I tried to find some troll comments on when they see us trailer. Um, and you know what? I couldn't find any. They're Great. all beautiful, That's wonderful, so uplifting comments about how this it's how exciting that uh, Netflix is telling the story. Lots of love for Ava. Um, it definitely lots of people saying I'm already crying because of this trailer. Great, you know. So it's all beautiful things. I so love that. that. Is great. That's something to celebrate. Um, blessings to the Central Park Five. Lots of that. So that's lovely. I like that. That I like that too. Fuck the trolls. We don't have to be. Yeah, we don't have to be so negative all the time. No. This is an uplifting podcast. 
Is it? <laughs> it is. It is. I feel uplifted. I feel. I legit feel inspired after reading that vulture thing, though. Yeah, that's. I so mean, exciting. I want to like go write all the films. Yeah, I'm gonna write all of them. All hire all these lovely ladies to work on them. Okay? <laughs> it's gonna be great. I just gotta write something good. Right. Know. Right. I'll write about. I'll just write, rewrite the Trolls movie. Troll, yeah. <laughs> just like, like, well, I just, if, you know, if you're a, um, a male filmmaker out there listening, um, keep yeah, going, keep, keep doing keep it. Keep doing it, but hire some women yeah, to work absolutely. on crew. I worked on Younger um, recently as just, you know, uh, I was a clarinet player in the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so exciting to be on set because there were a lot of women. That's great. There was a, a woman camera operator. Um, and there were, all, I think most of the PAs were female. Great. Um, all the assistants were female. Yeah. It was, I was up. like, yes, let's, let's get great. some like grip members yes. and some gaffers yes. and some yes. sound people and some, you know, right. keep with that camera, the camera stuff, some focus pullers and best girls, girls, best, girls. best girls in there. What's a best boy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always see it in the credits. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you go, boy. I think he's like the the number one gaffer. Oh, okay, or something like that. I'm probably wrong. Mm-hmm. Write me an email if you think if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, send, send us an email. Difficult Women Let Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think I figured out what song we should play out because our experience uh, with that one person when we were making our thing influenced the song. Remember, we were so heated up about it. Yes, um, that we started writing this particular song. Particular song That's that true. when we play it, I still get really mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't play it often because uh, we get so mad about it. But yeah. it's a great one, and there's a video for it. Um, so I think you know, take a listen. Take a listen. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Tune in Stay next week. Tuned, yeah. Oh, guys, for sure, if you're listening, please. Subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes. Let's hear some reviews. What do you think about the pod? Yeah, let us know. Do, do our voices turn you on? Should we whisper more? Or do we have too much vocal <laughs> <laughs> Do I say like too much? Because I know I do. <laughs> I say I'm too much. But mm. I'm working on it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this is great. I'm, I hope that we've inspired you to, to create um, your next big movie. And if not, we hope you inspired you to check out some new movies that you maybe wouldn't have thought of before that are directed or written by women. Mm-hmm. Expand your uh, mind. Yep. All right. Well, enjoy the song. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.